there's nothing I love more than seeing uh, grandpa or grandma, you know, climb to the top of that mountain and ride down on a carpet with, with the little ones. I mean, and the smiles that you see, it, it's, it's fantastic. Welcome to the Movable Podcast, where we interview using education, movement, and play from around the world. Here's your host, my daddy, Brian Lane. From selling pumpkins out of a roadside stand to becoming a massive outdoor family fun experience, this local farm is a family favorite here in western New York. Here to talk about how Wickham Farm started and what to expect when you get there. Please welcome Dale Wickham. Dale, thank you for coming on the show. Brian, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it and uh, appreciate the kind words about uh, our former roadside stand, now a pretty cool place in the community, Wickham Farms. Yeah, it's a really cool story. I think just from doing a little bit of research on you guys that I'm excited for you to share. Um, Just so you know, my family loves it. I have a four and a half year old and uh, we've been going to Wickham Farms since you were back at the other location that was still big, but smaller than where you're at now. But uh, I just think it's amazing what you guys have done over the years to bring families together like this. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate that and lo- love to hear that. Um, and like you said, um, you know, we had our smaller location. Uh, we were lucky enough to make transition right across the street, right around the corner to where we had about a hundred acres as opposed to eight acres originally. And, uh, Wow. That just has opened up endless possibilities for uh, doing the things we do, whether it be um, geared towards production agriculture or, you know, family friendly activities, which we've become really well known for in the community. And it's mm-hmm. a really big part of um, what we love to do. Yeah, I would say because and we can talk about this later. I didn't even really know much about the CSA that you guys run. I, I'm always more familiar with the pumpkin picking and apples and all that kind of stuff. But every time I, every time we've gone there, it's just been packed. So you guys are really bringing quite a crowd there. Cause it's great. All the stuff that you guys have there for families. Yeah, exactly. You know, we've, uh, again, we've been lucky enough to, um, where we have the space to have, you know, all of these different activities. And they're, they're, the important thing is that they're interactive activities so that, you know, when families come out to the farm, they can, they can spend an entire day, um, yeah. kind of, you know, escape the hustle and bustle for a bit and just go out, relax and have some good old fashioned fun. Um, yep. You know, put the phone down and just enjoy your, your friends, your family for, for hours and hours. And it, it's awesome. We, we love yeah. to see that. Yeah, I love that. So so speaking of that, the, the family part of it, obviously this is a family run farm. What was it like for you as a kid growing up on a farm or in a farming environment? Um, well, I definitely worked a lot, um, which was great. Yeah. Um, you learned to love it from a young age. Um, you know, some of my earliest memories on the farm and, uh, you know, what really probably shaped, you know, my path through my life to make, make me want to be a farmer when I grew up was the, those memories of riding on the tractor with my dad. I remember, uh, hmm. you know, going from pumpkin patch to pumpkin patch, uh, cause we, we had, uh, we had roadside stands kind of all, all throughout the, the Rochester area or outside of Rochester area. And so we would be, you know, driving from field to field. And I, I remember that. And it's one of my first memories. Um, yeah. and that's then cool. Being, I didn't know you guys had that. I didn't know you were kind of scattered around like that in the beginning. 
Yeah, the business has definitely uh, evolved, like you said, from, you know, a few roadside stands to, uh, you know, now we're more centralized, obviously all at, all at one location, but uh, that yeah. is how it began. And uh, it's actually pretty cool um, to go off onto a little tangent, but uh, you know, now that we are more established and, you know, at least a relatively well-known destination in the community, it is cool to look back um, at how it all began. And, uh, you know, so I'm, you know, my parents, Bill and Debbie Wickham, they, they started the farm um, just growing pumpkins again out of the roadside stands in uh, the 1980s after they both graduated from Cornell. Uh, okay. That's where they met and they got married a year after. Um, and so they, they started doing that and, uh, you know, and then, you know, little by little, it just, it grew and it evolved. Um, but one thing we were able to do actually uh, just a couple of weeks ago that was pretty special was uh, recreate one of those original roadside stands. Um, oh, and some cool. of our team people, you know, they built it. Um, it was a big surprise for Bill and Debbie. Um, and we unveiled it on their, their, uh, 30, 31st anniversary, um, wow, that's cool. which was, which was really cool. So that is now at, uh, the farm, uh, you know, at Wickham farms, right out on the back lawn, big red stand says farm, fresh pumpkins. And, uh, it's mm. got a piece of the original red stand in it. Uh, yeah. so it's really cool. Just a little piece of history there. Yeah, that's cool. So, I mean, you said you were obviously working a lot when you were younger. I'm just envisioning you guys, your family, just being outside from sunrise or probably before sunrise sometimes till sundown every day, right? Yeah, you know, it was, it, it was, it was good. Definitely, uh, um, you know, all, all sorts of different stuff. But yes, definitely outside. I, you know, I, you got all these little cuts and scrapes that I, <laughs> you know, still have to this day. Every time I look at my, my hand, I've got this little scar from you know, falling in the field, hitting, hitting a rock. I remember that pretty, pretty clearly, uh, working out there with my, my dad and my grandfather. And then, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it was great. You know, we worked a lot, but we had, we had a lot of fun and it really, you know, helped me, um, grow really close with, um, my family. You know, I was lucky mm-hmm. enough to work with my grandpa, with my dad, with my mom, um, you know, all the time. And that, that really helped shape me. Um, and so I, I, I love, I love that aspect growing up on the farm. Yeah, that's a really cool experience. Um, I grew up I grew up in a town called Lindenville. I'm not sure if you've ever heard yeah, of that. I, I, I have heard of it, yep. Okay, but yeah, that's a really tiny town that's known for farming too, but I didn't grow up on a farm. So I was in a farming town, but I was riding my BMX bike around everywhere and doing all the other stuff. But yeah. I had so many friends that had similar upbringings as you growing up on a farmer in that kind of farming atmosphere. So that's cool. Yeah. So that, that's kind of funny though. Cause that's, for me, it was kind of the opposite. Um, I actually, uh, was, I, I grew up, I, I went to school in Victor. Um, okay. you know, so it was in, I remember my graduating class, you know, I was probably one of two farmers in, in the <laughs> entire class, which was, which was pretty cool. Uh, that's true. So a little, little bit of a reversal there. Um, yeah. I didn't think about that, <laughs> but yeah, cool. cool. All right. So, what made you guys want to start adding all these family attractions? I'm I'm guessing it happened one by one and a little bit trickled yeah. in. Yeah, good question. Um, so the first piece again, we were it started off. We were just selling pumpkins, and then um, one of the big things that started in our industry was the corn maze. Um, that was that was the rage. Mm-hmm. So in the, the early 2000s, we you know started our first corn maze, um, and that's that's also one one of 
one of the first things I remember um, was being five years old. Um, it would have been 2001 um, when we were on Route 250, um, sitting out, you know, working, basically working the door of our of our corn of our first corn maze. Um, sitting yeah, there with a little green cool. green bag and uh, you know letting families go in go in and out of the maze. Um, so we did that, and uh, you know, and yeah, yeah, then it's just you know one idea leads to the next. Um, I think then we, you know, we started doing little mazes with straw, um, but it really wasn't, wasn't, you know, wasn't much, but you know, again, you just add a little bit here and there. Um, and you know, now one of the cool things, um, about our business is there are so many amazing farms, um, all over the country, throughout our region, in Rochester, you know, there's there's some some great other farms. You know, there's Longacre Farms, there's Stokey Farms, uh, there's Pick and mm-hmm. Patch. You know, the, the, the list goes on for forever. Um, and it's a very collaborative industry. Um, oh, that's good. So, you know, we're we're kind of all in this together again. Um, where you know we're we're creating something special for families at this time of year. So you know, you see things at other farms, and then you can you know you tweak it, you make it your own, but you can bring it back, and that's really um, you know, and whether that's coming from a farm across the other side of the country or one, you know, closer to home, um, yeah. that has really allowed us to have, um, a vision to move forward with the business and, and grow it in ways we could have never imagined ourselves. Um, so that, mm-hmm. that's really important, um, for anyone, I think that's, that's in our business is to have an open mind and, uh, you never know where that next great idea is going to come from. Yeah. You're right because I know my son wants to go to your farm for the activities, and then my wife and I want to go to the farm for the pumpkins and the apples and the yeah. whatever else it is that we're trying to pick. But I can tell you, the last time we went, we went to the cornucopia, and I, as soon as we walked in there, I felt like I was a five year old kid again. I, I dove, took my sneakers off, dove in, was rolling all over in there. That thing was awesome. Is, Where did you guys that, get that idea isn't that from? Amazing. Um, yeah. Again, that that was one of them. We have, we have friends all over the country. Um, there was a far, there was a farm in in Ohio. Um, some friends that we have out there, and you know, we had kind of met at a conference a few years back, um, and they had this massive corn barn, uh, hmm. and uh, you know, we saw pictures of it, and you know, then went out there to visit the farm, and we're playing this, and like, man, this is this is amazing. This is just yeah. good good fun. And then yeah. uh, so we we wanted to bring that back. Um, we, when we first moved to our new location on Sweets Corners Road last year, um, we set up a little uh, corn tent. Um, it was okay. nothing like cornucopia is yeah. now, but we, we we did that and that you know, and it, it's just simple. Um, but it's one of those things that it uh, it encourages like fun, just like you said for for all ages. So you want yeah. to feel like a kid again, um, and that is one of the most important things that we look at when we want to add a new attraction or, you know, what, what, what are we looking to create in the farm? And then, um, a really important thing in that is creating interactive memories together with your friends and with your families. Um, so anything that gets, you know, whether it's mom or dad or grandpa or grandma, uh, to really get that feeling of joy and, you know, want to jump in there with, with the kids, um, mm-hmm. that's a home run for us. And that, that is the feeling that we want to create, um, all day long when, when people are out there. Cause, cause then, 
you know, when, when you spend six hours together, however long families sometimes spend at the farm together, when you're all, uh, you know, creating memories together, uh, yep. that that's when we really accomplished what we're trying to accomplish. That's so I love, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I know that thing is awesome. That, that's just such a cool perspective and a cool goal to have with that because unfortunately nowadays, and a, a lot of us parents are guilty of doing this, where you'll take your kids to a playground and they'll go play on the playground and you're sitting down either talking to each other or on your phones. It's not a, a family activity like you were talking about. So I love that you guys have that in mind. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. And, uh, you know, it, it is fun to watch guests as they're on the farm. Um, yeah. Because, you know, as we start to get more into this and, you know, get a little more comfortable with the direction that we're heading, we, we start to see more of that. And that is like that positive feedback, like we're onto something that that is really that is really doing something, something good. Um, and these are the things that we want to keep doing when we see um, that that interactive family activity that that right there is the key. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's a couple other, you know, attractions that we've added. Um, you were asking, you know, how, you know, how, how did we start to get in the attractions and, you know, kind of how it evolves. Um, there's a few others that we've added this year too. In addition to Cornucopia, I know I, if you were there recently, you probably noticed that giant mountain slide. Oh, um, yeah. There's nothing I love more than seeing uh, grandpa or grandma, <laughs> you know, climb to the top of that mountain and ride down on a carpet with, yeah. with the little ones. I mean, in the smiles that you see, it, it's, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. So I kind of, I love that, um, having that, that slide and then the, that cornucopia as two kind of like anchors on the farm, hmm. uh, where you, you're constantly seeing that, uh, intergenerational interaction and, and memory creation. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, that, that's cool. I didn't, I didn't think about, that's a good way to put it, talking about anchors like that. When you guys, when you come up with a map and the ideas for this, do you have that in mind as well as. Do you want things in a certain location so it leads people in a certain direction, or? <laughs> that, that's funny you say that. Um, a- absolutely, um, that's one okay. of the things we're 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 learning. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, so when we, um, you know, first you know built basically the entire you know farm last year um, mm-hmm. on Sweets Corners Road, you know, it's basically starting with a blank blank slate. So you know it's really hard to be able to predict exactly how you think people are going to interact. So it was kind of like yeah. we were just kind of putting points on the map and then, you know, seeing where it come, where, where it ends up. Um, and so last year was a really big, important year to learn um, to see how people interact with the farm. Um, and then one of the other important things, you know, when, when you're adding things and like you said, uh, deciding where to put things is, you, you want to make sure that when people visit the farm, they can, they see everything because um, mm-hmm. it's such a big open area that, you know, if you aren't really strategic about where you put things, you run the risk, the real risk of, you know, families possibly missing um, one of those attractions that, that could have made, made their, their visit that much better. Um, yeah, that's a great point. So you really want to, um, and, you know, we're, we're learning, we're, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're moving stuff all the time. All, every day, uh, you know, I'll be out on the farm, you know, just, just kind of looking. It looks like I'm staring at nothing, but I'm really just, you know, envisioning, okay, what if this was there? Um, yeah. how, how would people react to this? Um, and that, that is really, really actually fun uh, hmm. because then, you know, you get these visions, you know, 
on a snap, you know, you talk them through and then, you know, we're lucky enough where we have a great team and we just go make it happen. Um, yeah. And that's why, you know, you th- see things changing on the farm all the time. And I think people, especially this year, have uh, have really loved that. I mean, there's been people who have come back multiple times, you know, one, they come once in, in August for sunflowers, come in September for apple picking and, you know, who will come back again for, for pumpkins. And every time they come, they're, they're seeing something different because we're just kind of getting yep. comfortable into that groove of, okay, we've got our new home on Sweets Corners Road. Um, let's keep adding. Let's, let's keep doing this. And that it's really fun to, uh, yeah. to see those changes take place. Yeah, that's really cool. That's a, a again, that's a really a good outlook on everything. How do you guys feel about, so, so I guess one thing I really like about places like the Strong Museum is kids show up there and they go to an exhibit and it's that family kind of interactive play that you're talking about that you guys mm-hmm. have. But what I like about the Strong is you, it's not like you have a teacher or an instructor that are telling the kids how to use everything. And it's the same thing at your place. You have these exhibits or these attractions set up for kids and families to use, but it's not like you have someone there watching them to tell them how to climb the slide or how to do all these other things. And I love that. And I don't, again, I don't know if that's deliberate, but I just wondered what your guys' thoughts were on kind of that discovery part of play that kids and families have. Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to be honest, I hadn't, hadn't thought of it like that. And so I, it's definitely not deliberate, but I, I do love what you're saying there. And now that you say it, you know, I, I do, you know, I recognize that you always appreciate when you're out on the farm, uh, and you you are seeing you know that that young kid that that three year old that five year old seven year old whatever it is kind of in that exploration phase where they're still learning how yep. things work and you know occasionally you might stumble and, and that's okay you know that's part mm-hmm. of play and that's part of growing up um, and it, it's actually it's really fun you get some of the, the you know the most fun moments coming out of stuff like that yeah. um, I hadn't thought of that but it's it's absolutely true you know it's you know you, you you show up at at the farm and it's just like this giant place where you can just go explore you know there's something new around yeah. every corner um, yep that's cool perspective for sure yeah and another thing i don't know if you guys have ever been to um the silos the chip and joanna area in waco there um where they do the fixer upper yeah, yeah i know i i mean I'm, I'm familiar with what you're talking about um fortunately i haven't haven't been there i've been to waco once but that was okay. uh, just just to see some college baseball games and that was a oh, quick, okay. quick trip see some old buddies yeah well it's we went there a couple of years ago and uh the the land that they have there at the silos it reminds me of your place just with the at the relaxed kind of atmosphere that they have so when you show up there yep. there's this big courtyard area where people are just sitting down in the grass or they're on a swing or they're on a bench or they're just kind of hanging out there's music playing yeah. And even even just that part alone, just the music that you guys have playing kind of makes you want to spend the whole day there like you were talking about before. It wants it makes you want to just kind of explore the area, kick back and relax, eat some food and all that stuff. And I and I, and I love that. A- absolutely. The 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 music ad that we had this year has been has been awesome because it is exactly what you said. I mean, it just immediately sets you at ease. Yep. Um, you know, I love it every morning. Um, you know, the, it's the radio's program. It turns on 10 a.m. sharp. And to me, that's like the symbol. Okay, we're open. Now it's, it's time, now it's time to have fun. Um, and it, it's a beautiful thing. Love that. Yeah, that's cool. 
you've never done any kind of like haunted stuff in the past, right? Are you, are you, do you have plans to do anything like that in the future or? I'm going to be honest, probably not on that, Brian. Um, mm-hmm. I know, uh, my dad, Bill had, uh, had done something in the past, not related to Wickham farms. That was, that was haunt. Um, and it just probably doesn't have a place. And, and, you know, the reality is with that, um, you know, we have, we are so lucky. We have an awesome team. And one of the most important, you know, aspects of, um, the guest experience when people come to the farm, it is the team and, and, and their energy and their positivity and, you know, how much they can add just by being friendly, um, and really enhancing your experience. And, uh, mm-hmm. our team really pushes hard. You know, we have, a, we have a very intense season, you know, when we're busy, it's, it is very much, it takes a lot. Um, yeah. and you know, when it gets dark, it's just like our, our people, you know, we, we just need that, need that reset. Um, and it's important, you know, got to find balance, mm-hmm. um, to, to keep our people running and, you know, be able to deliver on the, the guest experience that, you know, people have come, come to expect and what people deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really important to us. And, you know, just for that reason alone, you know, probably don't see anything in, in the, in the immediate future, but you know, I'd, I'd never say never, but, uh, yeah. you know, I, I love the team we have and, you know, we gotta, gotta always constantly strike that balance, um, while still pushing hard enough to, you know, to provide this amazing experience for as many people as, as we can. Um, we just mm-hmm. got to kind of, you know, focus our efforts in some, some regards, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I, and I appreciate that, that you are looking out for that because I think a lot of businesses would get sucked into the quantity part of it and realizing that there's an opportunity there to get a ton more business in. But I like that you are putting your your family and your team first and that you realize that they need some rest if they're going to perform to those high standards that you, you all expect out of each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that that's right on. Um, really important, you know, and, and again, we're, we're lucky um, mm-hmm. to have, have the team, the team that we have. Um, so not to say that they couldn't do it if, if we, you know, if we asked, um, but right now we're at, a, we're at a good spot. We love what we do. All right. Awesome. Good to know. All right, so moving on to the to, to the next part of this, I always thought CSA stood for Crop Share Association. Yeah, just because everyone just says Crop Share, but then yeah. when I looked it up, it says Community Supported Agriculture. So, can you explain kind of just what that is to people who might not know? Yeah, CSA is you know really cool. Been been great for us. So uh, honestly, when when we explain CSA, just like what you said, it, it's a crop share. It's a har- harvest share. Um, so we have families that will uh, basically sign up to become a member of, of the CSA. Um, and that is usually takes place um, prior to the start of the growing season. So usually by um, mid April, you've got to be signed up for this, this program so that, you know, your growers can, can plan accordingly to produce for, you know, whatever numbers of people have signed up. So then once you've signed up, um, you know, we will, uh, you know, we plant over 150 different types of, um, of vegetables. Um, wow. and it, and then, so there's 18 weeks, some, some CSAs will be up to 20 weeks. You know, that'll be give or take just based on where you're at. Um, we do 18 weeks, um, and you come to the farm and either once a week or every other week, depending on your family and how much food you really need to, uh, 
to consume. Uh, yeah. And so you come to the farm and you pick up your fresh produce that is that is grown, you know, on the farm. You know, you know your farmers. You know where your food's coming from, um, which is really cool. Um, and then we have you have opportunities um, for pick your own, um, and that might vary from CSA to CSA. But that's been one of the the most um, defining features, I think, of what we do, and it's right mm-hmm. in line with. Um, the rest of our business where, you know, we talked, we spent a lot of time talking about, you know, the family fund, the interaction, uh, the you pick part of the CSA is the, it's, it's beautiful. It's the exact same thing, you know? So, so each day when, you know, our members come to pick up, they have an opportunity you pick. And then as well on every Saturday morning. Okay. Uh, and so it, it's an awesome thing. You basically see, you know, all these families coming out to the fields uh, and just, just, picking picking whatever produce we have that's in season so we'll mark off certain things you know when we have you know when we're in peak tomato season you know we've got so many tomatoes there's no way we could ever you know harvest all of the tomatoes in our field without you know opening up to to our members and they just go out there and, and they pick and when we're hmm. we're having on cucumbers you know you'll pick cucumbers we have, when we have we have some great flowers throughout throughout the summer obviously we grow a ton of sunflowers um on the farm for our sunflower spectacular but you know a lot of people don't know for our csa we're growing a bunch of different flowers as well um so okay. you know our members get to come cut a bouquet or so every, every you know pretty much every week um through mm. the summer and you know so that that's really cool um but yeah so C- csa it's it is a it's a cool program um community supported agriculture again you, you just buy in at the beginning of the year and then you basically share the plenty of the crops um throughout the year um, so you get, you know, all, all the vegetables within season. It's, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. That's a really great idea. It kind of cuts out the middleman of the grocery store, right? So you can just come straight to the farm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, again, you know, the main driving forces for, you know, why do a CSA? Well, one, you, you know, right where your food's coming from, you know, know your farmer it's everything's harvested fresh, you know, the day you pick it up. Um, and then, um, on top of that, the CSA exposes um, families and then and, and kids, um, especially that are you know as part of these families, to an unbelievable amount of of great foods. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it like as far as like you know building a healthy diet, the CSA is an awesome awesome tool because you know for one, you're picking up vegetables either again, every week or every other week. And, you know, when you start to get a lot, it, it, it takes some effort, um, to be able to use them, uh, which is for the, for members who really get it. And for the people who, um, who CSA is really meant for, it is mm-hmm. perfect because it, it, it forces you to, um, uh, get creative with your meals, but then to also take the time to sit down, to have a family dinner. And that has all of these really healthy, healthy building blocks, in yeah. it. So whether it's your, your spinach, your arugula, your kohlrabi, all these things that you've never heard of, um, that really, um, if you get, again, you get, you get, you get forced to be exposed to them, but then, you know, you get creative with them. We're, you know, one of the great things, you know, I believe this is our ninth year in CSA. Um, so okay. we have nine years worth of recipes that have just, you know, oh, they keep okay. building. So, so, you know, when you join these CSAs, you get, 
you know, a lot of times you get access to all these resources. You get these recipes. Hmm. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and all, and all this stuff. And people are always coming up with new things, you know, finding new ways to use. Again, because a lot of times you, you if, if it's your first year in a CSA or even if it's not your first year, you, you'll get something. You're like, man, I really don't know what to do that. Okay, well, hmm. then you get a chance to, you know, you can either look online, you can Google, you can, our, our CSA, again, we're lucky. It's our ninth year doing it. So we have, you know, virtually unlimited supply of, of, of these tried and tested recipes. Um, yeah, I guess so. That, that's, that's really a good, a good part about it. Um, you know, and then again, you know, this year um, with, you know, a lot of the craziness in the world, um, <laughs> CSA was a, a really, really good option for a lot of families. Um, did you, you guys know, sell out quick with shares and everything then? Yeah, yeah, we, we did. You know, it kind of, you know, peak CSA sign-up season kind of coincided with, you know, when everything changed with COVID. Yep. Um, so we did see, you know, a sharp spike in that because, uh, and again, it, it makes sense. You know, a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, people knew that, you know, they might not want to be in the grocery store quite as often, especially at the beginning of that. People just didn't know what to expect. And then, you know, with restaurants being shut down, it was forcing people to, you know, spend that time at home. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, a lot of people took advantage of that and, you know, joined the CSA um, and, you know, prep meals for, you know, multiple nights out of the week and really to mm-hmm. take advantage of all of that, that fresh produce. Um, so it was, it was really good. And I think, you know, we've had a lot of really, really happy members um, that joined. And, you know, so, so hopefully what we'll see then, uh, moving forward with that is, you know, some retention, you know, cause it, 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 you know, obviously is crazy situation and terrible situation, but you know, there are some, hopefully some opportunities for families to, to have some of those healthy, ha- healthy yeah. habits form out of it. Um, yep. you know, and so, you know, our hope is that, you know, we put a ton of effort into our CSA this year, tried to deliver as much as we can on, uh, on produce to, to make people feel, feel good about, you know, the food they were eating. Um, and then hopefully, you know, that carries forward, um, into, into next year, which is hopefully a more normal year, but, uh, you know, still always a good year to have healthy eating habits. Um, Yeah, exactly. And really plant-based dieting is increasing popularity too, or I shouldn't even say dieting, but just having a more plant-based, um, nutrition lifestyle, I guess. Um, I, I've just been hearing so much more about that. Even in the past six months, people talking about plant-based foods. Yeah. Um, yeah, so absolutely. Um, again, you know, we have 150 types of vegetables. It's, it's, it's mind boggling. You know, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I do a lot of, a lot of the planting and there's, there's so much seed in the mill. Sometimes even as the farmer, I'll be planting, um, planting crops. I'm like, what am I planting right now? What yeah. is this going to turn into? Uh, it's kind of funny. Um, it's, but how good is that for kids though? I mean, like you said, when they're young and they're just learning how to identify foods, when they're going with their parents to all these places or when their parents are bringing this food back to the house and they're yeah. getting exposed to all this, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really funny. I, I'm actually looking at my, my text from a few days ago um, and I, I really want to find this message um, that you know one of our members uh, sent in, um, and I'm just going to look here for one second, but basically, you know, the, the message was, you know, one of the kids, 
um, had to do a, had to do a project at school, and it was about talking about who who your hero was, and uh, it was it was great. They uh, huh. it was so cute. They said their hero was Bill Wickham because he grows all of these vegetables and <laughs> does this for the CSA and that they oh, get to eat cool. and form healthy habits. And I wish I had it because I'm probably totally butchering. Um, yeah, no, I get it. Though. This this that's this cool. awesome thing, but it was it was really like that's special. That that's what yeah. it's all about, right? Yeah, because again, just just getting kids to identify vegetables or identify healthy foods versus non-healthy foods that that's huge at a young age and then they can build off of that as they go so again it's another that's another example of how you guys aren't teaching this to people but people are discovering this and they're learning this because of the environment that you've set up for it yeah yeah and 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 like what you're saying brian you know that's one of the um you're right because you're not teaching it but when you make it fun, mm-hmm. you know, for a kid that reinforces it. Um, yep. So whether it's through CSA, um, you know, these kids get to come, you know, pick, they, they get to go through the, the buffet line and, and weigh their, their, how much potatoes they're going to be taking home today um, and make their choices on, I want, I want, uh, I want spinach or I want kale, wh- whatever that mm-hmm. is um, to make that actually fun. And then, you know, you throw in the, you pick um, that is really, helps to reinforce things for kids. And then, yeah. you know, that's the same idea with, uh, you know, when kids come to Wickham Farms, you know, CSA aside, you know, you make it fun to go, to go apple picking, you know, like, like you said, you know, it, you know, a lot of the adults, they want to come pick apple, but the kids love that. And, you know, they remember yeah. that. So, you know, whenever you're associating, you know, apple picking, healthy eating with, with fun or, you know, being active, um, you know, going out and playing in, in our, in our barnyard, again, it's fun. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that is, is really important because it's, it's so, it's as simple as that. Yep, um, that's the key. Fun is going to reinforce these positive behaviors. Yep. Um, so it's, it's really cool. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with that. So before we sign off here, obviously I'm, I'm assuming this is one of your busiest times of the season heading into the fall like this. Do you have any events or anything like that you want to promote or talk about before we sign off you know right now is uh we don't have any specific events um but we what we do it's called we call it our fall harvest um and again that just is our way of celebrating you know you know the pumpkin crops starting to come in it's time to start decorating for fall our apples are are in full swing um and we've got you know all these great ways to celebrate celebrate the start of fall that you know go the fall is also a perfect time for for the play because it's, you know, it's not too hot out, you know, you can enjoy that full day outside and there's, there's nothing better than that on the farm. Um, you know, and one of the things, you know, another reason we don't have any specific events, um, to necessarily promote right now. Um, but you know, we, we just want to have a fun, safe fall, especially this year. Um, you know, it's, it's so important for people to be able to still get outdoors, um, and have, be able to relax and, in, in, in a safe and fun way. Um, so again, our farm's lucky enough where we have space, um, that people can come out and, and, and do that. Um, yeah, sprout. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, we, we've had to make some changes this year and, you know, I'm sure, you know, cause you've been to the farm this year, you know, we're, we're doing time ticketing, um, stuff like that, which, which actually, you know, really helps, um, you know, ma- manage our crowds in, in, in the environment that we're currently in and, you know, keep people safe and allow them to have that, fun experience um 
that, you know, right now it's, it's hard to find it elsewhere. So, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's really, you know, w- what it's all about for us this next, this next month, you know, we're open every day from 10 to seven, you know, through mm-hmm. Halloween. So, um, awesome. you know, come on out and, and have some fun, play, um, form some healthy habits, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool stuff. Well, great. Sounds like a plan. Uh, thank you for everything that you and your family have done just for this Rochester area. We we all appreciate it. Absolutely, Brian. I, I appreciate you having me on. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Appreciate it. Man.